great blessing for me to be here personally, and uh, I don't know if, I mean, I know you know that it's a great blessing to be here, but sometimes we forget about what we have, and really whom this is a great blessing for, I believe, are all those kids who just had a blast doing something religious, telling jokes, and um, even if a couple of them were kind of bad. Um, <laughs> I sat on my hands. I didn't want to be embarrassed. And, um, but it was just like, I thought, like, what a gift to be here. And, like, you see the kids, is like, pick me, and, and their hands are up. And, and you know, and some, a couple of those jokes I, have, I heard when I was their age. And they still are filled with joy. And so, really, what we're about, what you're about, is a great thing. And uh, I look forward to the day when Family Fest is a every weekend event. <laughs> it's from the Gospel of St. John. I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Now, if I, as we listen to this, it is the Word of God. And uh, traditionally that means it's not just words being read, but it's God being read. In the Catholic tradition, we would say that in the liturgy, it's Christ himself who's speaking. That we have this profound awareness that this is not just a reading from the Velvet Rabbit. This is, and this is not just a reading from the Bible. This is God speaking. So remember there's this one woman, Mary Varley, whose uh, granddaughter is now teaching at Our Lady of Grace, but Mary Varley died about 10 years ago, and whenever the scriptures were read, you could tell she was just drinking it in. She was about this tall, and uh, I think she used to be that tall, but she was, you know, and she just like, you could see her drinking. So I just invite you as I, I read these verses, just allow God to, just to drink it in. It's God speaking. Don't even be aware of my voice. If you want to close your eyes or open your hands or whatever, feel free to do that as well. I am the true vine, and my Father's the vine dresser. Every branch in me that bears no fruit, he cuts away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes to make it bear even more. You are clean already by means of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit all by itself unless it remains part of the vine, Neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever remains in me with me and him bears fruit and plenty. For cut off from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. These branches are collected, thrown in the fire, and are burnt. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you. You may ask for whatever you please, and you will get it. It is to the glory of my Father that you should bear much fruit and be my disciples. I have loved you, just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my own joy may be in you and your joy be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. No one can have greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. 
You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. I've called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my Father. You did not choose me. No, I chose you and I commissioned you to go out to bear fruit, fruit that will last. So the Father will give you anything you ask in my name. My commandment to you is to love one another. And Lord, we ask you to bless us, to help us to receive you, and in receiving you, to experience you, to know your love. Amen. It's a lot of fun watching the people with the whatever contraption in their mouth. And um, as that was happening, what did you observe? What did you observe as that was happening? Laughter? You wanted to help them. Who did you want to help? Both. Both. All right. Yeah, so people started like acting it out. So um, did any of you have the contraption in your mouth? What was it like when you were trying to talk? What did you feel as you were trying to say the um, beef? <laughs> that was painful. What, what was it like to, when you were trying to speak, if any of you? Or maybe those of you who are listening, what was it like as you were trying to hear? Uh-huh. And then eventually it comes a point where you, they got it. And like everybody claps. Yay! And um, so uh, it's, prayer is a lot like that. Prayer is this communication, us to God, God to us, uh, as friends. And sometimes when we're praying, uh, it seems like God's got this contraption in his mouth. And like, what are you talking about? Or maybe I've got the contraption in my mouth and God's saying, huh? And, uh, and so it's like, how do we communicate? Or even like when the kids are telling jokes, like humor is based on a lot of knowledge. You know, and so whether it's the timing of telling the joke or the, the, the punchline and, and, you know, the situation, like am I, you're aware of grandma's in the room and all those kinds of things and, and so all that you know, like, there's like humor depends on because if you're going to tell a joke if you're going to get the punchline you've got to make sure all these pieces are in line remember once my previous assignment uh, to Edina was in Fair, Faribault, Minnesota and um, I love young people in fact um, I know there's some folks from my St. Ed's day here when I was a young priest and um, uh, so I went down to Fairbow and I saw a bunch of high school kids are sitting on this park bench as I'm walking across town and and uh, I go up to them and I say hello how you doing and uh, I'm the new priest here in town and they uh, start going like this because they go to the deaf school there and they speak American Sign Language and I've come to learn about three words in sign language um, I'll show you later the sign for Edina. But anyways, um, 
Okay, I'll show you now. So letter E, and you go like this. <laughs> Anyways, um, I learned that when I got assigned to Edina. I thought, you know, you're joking. But anyway, so, um, but there I go, I can't talk to these people because, like, they can't talk to me. Like, they're talking a whole different language. So prayer is this ability, this desire to learn the language of God. Because heaven, if you recall, we talked about this morning, we want to get to heaven. And heaven is where they speak a particular language. And what we want to do here on earth is learn that language of heaven. When I learn the language of heaven, the language of love, language of mercy, the language of God. So we want to learn how to listen in heaven language and speak heaven language. Imagine if you um, got invited to the, um, the coolest, most wonderful party, but it's in Ghana, Africa. It was in Ghana a year or so ago, and... Um, there's a group of us went over to our sister parish there, and, and as we we're coming to the airport, there's a priest, Father Dominic, who had studied at Our Lady of Grace, and he's there with us, and um, he's going to be spending a few more days. We're going out to the airport, and we're getting to the airport. I mean, the road is like, it should take like an hour. It's taking like three months to get on this road. It's terrible conditions. But as we're going there, at a certain point I go, like you see people selling food items along the side of the road. And some of those food items, well, let's just say they weren't bacon. And um, at a certain point, I go, you can see these giant, like, snails. Like, great big, slimy snails. And, and I go, snails? Like, look at those things. Like, I'm, like, about to say I'm disgusted. And this priest who was with us, Father Dominic, says, I know, and I already called my mother. She's preparing the broth for when I get home. I can't wait. And I thought, I'm glad I'm going to the airport. <laughs> wow, I did not want these. Oh. See, heaven is this place where, you know, like, if you got, like, people, I don't know if they realize, like, some people think everybody goes to heaven. Maybe, we'll find out. But some people will enjoy it more. I'm convinced. Why? Because they've learned the language of heaven. They've learned to eat the foods of heaven, to, to love the people of heaven. You know, so if I went to a party, and, and I did in Ghana, like I didn't eat as much as I did like well, today, like in one day, and I did that whole week I was there uh, because I like the foods here. So prayer is this ability, this attempt, this desire that we can have this communication with God Keep learning the language of God. That's why prayer is not an option. It's an essential part of the Christian life. So anyone who's heard me preach more than once knows I got this little phrase that one day will be on my tombstone. And that phrase is, take 10 plus 2 plus family. Take plus plus. Take plus Plus, see, it's very simple. Take 10 minutes of prayer every day. Plus, pray, pray two hours a week because you need a little more time. So you pray every day for 10 minutes, just like you say hello to your spouse, to your friends every day, and then you need to like, spend a little quality time. So hour on Sunday, an hour some other part of the week, and plus family, pray as a family. Take 10 minutes of prayer 
plus pray two hours a week, plus pray with your family. It's essential. In fact, spouses, husbands, when you come home from work, you should ask your wife, did you pray today? And if she says no, you say, I'll do the dishes. And let her pray. And like, seriously. I mean, that's kind of funny. But seriously. And teach your kids to t- ask you, Mom, have you prayed today? Because see, you might need to yell at your kid because he might have done something like I did. And you want that discipline to come out of a, a position of prayer, of relationship with God, out of love. And so the most important thing you can do is pray. It's, you know, as I've said a hundred times, like a cell phone. You've got to plug it in every night, but the next day it's just a paperweight. Plug yourself in every day to God, or else the next day you're just a paperweight. Pray every day. It's being connected to the vine, and uh, God wants us connected to that vine. God wants us to be um, to receive life. That's what that whole passage from John 15, it's a great passage of, I am the vine, you are the branches, that God is the vine, that we plug ourselves into him, that his blood is our blood, his breath is our breath. That's why we, we pray, so we might receive him, and we might live like him. And every branch is different, but we, we need to be grafted onto him. And uh, you can't be grafted off to yourself. You'll wither. Some plants can go a little longer. OLG Christmas trees are still green. So, um, and uh, mine's still up. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, right here, right here. Speak right to the, way to go here. Yeah, that's right. Best <laughs> yeah. 1,776 this year. And, um, but, but it's like, I just, like, you can't emphasize that enough. And seriously, like, um, and so you want to grow, and it's about growing a little bit more and more. There's thousands of tools on the Internet, thousands of talks you can listen to on how to pray. There's hundreds of great books that have been written for thousands of years. But you want to pray. And sometimes you might say, well, what do I say? Well, that's a great question. I remember asking this old, 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 very holy person. He was like 135 years old, I think. And I said, and I was in college, and I said, how do you pray? I remember when I asked him that question, I was thinking, he will tell me how to do it. This is great. You know what he said? I am still learning. Which back then I was so frustrated. (laughs) What? But today I go, wow, that, like, that's exciting. It's like that couple I mentioned this morning, married 80 years. They were still learning about each other 80 years into it. Isn't that great? When you're 125 years old, your love of God will be continuing to expand. When you're a million years old, your love of God will continue to expand. When you're a trillion years old, that's what God is, is love, and love never ends. It, it do, it's, never, it's, not, it's never contained. And so to love. Um, one of the keys to um, prayer is perseverance. You've got to put in your time, day in and day out. That's why you want to remind each other. Did you, did you pray today? No. Okay, we'll do so. And so I, being from Chicago, have long learned of the value of perseverance. That's why I've got my 
from 1969, a Chicago Cubs coffee mug. I uh, used to be able to get these in soap. What is that, purple soap? Uh, anyways, uh, so my brother's got one. So it's got, you know, Jim Heckman and uh, Billy Williams and the great players of 69. I remember staying, you know, listening to a little transistor radio at, you know, till midnight a couple times because of Eastern or Western team playing out West. And mom thought we were in bed. We were, but we were just listening to the radio. And, uh, you know, and so it was just like exciting. And, and uh, I even got my... Chicago White Sox, uh, Chicago Cubs socks on, see? Yeah, look at that, huh? Yeah, now there's style. And, um, but that whole idea of persevering, you just got to persevere. You got to, like, give, put in your time. And sometimes it's dry, and sometimes you go, what am I doing? But it's like a gold mine. You ever go to one of those things out in Colorado where you pan for gold? And uh, they put little nuggets in there because, <laughs> I think. Anyway, so, so one out of a thousand people actually get it. But you've got to sift through a lot of sand to get a tiny little nugget. But, but when you get that little nugget, you go, that's gold. That little nugget was what created all those gold rushes. Well, God is far greater than that. But we've got to like, put in our time. So we've got to sift. We've got to sit with God, be present to God. So I want you to persevere. We need to persevere. Um, God, there's so much to say, and we've got to like, get to small group and things. Um, uh, I remember when I was in college at St. Thomas. Um, any Johnnies here? Yeah, I went to a real college. But anyways, um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, and, uh, um, but I had this one professor, and it was on, uh, the class was on Christian mysticism, uh, taught by this old priest, Father Roy Lepak. And he talked about God as the big being, and we're little beings. God is the big being, we're little beings. And every time you say God, refer to God as the big being, and us as little beings, I would laugh. Because he was like one of the most like, non-human human beings you ever met. And I thought the fact that he would call God big bean and us little beans, like that's a lot of humor out of that guy, you know? And, uh, and he did it consistently. And I thought it was just kind of funny, so I'd laugh. And so if you have a bad joke, tell me, I'll laugh. And, and so then uh, this one guy next to me said, why do you always laugh? I go, it's funny that he calls God the big bean. He goes, he's not saying bean, he's saying being. I go, no, he's saying bean, being, being, being. So we had this large, so I stick my hand up. I go, uh, I know you mean God's the big being, but aren't you in fact saying God's the big bean? And he takes his glasses off, looks at me, says no, and goes on. Twenty years later, and they're after you. In fact, if he walked in the room, he'd call me Little Bean to this day. Uh, Twenty years later, I run into him, and he had a professor in graduate school in Europe someplace in which that joke of God being the big bean, us little beans, was in. And so as he, when he took his glass off, he was going through every word he had ever heard in his entire life because he probably never forgot any of them and to see if, like, somehow I would know that. And he said, no, he does not know that. Therefore, he could say no. But anyways... But I would ask him questions in that class. I would ask questions wanting him to answer not from the textbook, but from his heart. 
because I knew he was a man of deep prayer. And finally, one day, I kind of cornered him and said, how come you never, like, speak, like, you just, you give these textbook answers. He says, that's because my relationship with God is so deeply intimate and personal. And so you want to get to a place where it is. It'd be like, you know, if uh, later we had a little dance and all you couples are dancing, and you're whispering in each other's ear, and then for me to get up here and say, so, what were you whispering in each other's ear? Are you husband and wife? Uh, okay, good. And uh, <laughs> so, what are you whispering in each other's ear? You go, that's not for anyone to know, you know? Because it is that intimate. We want to get to a point of intimacy, God, where it's, it's this profound intimacy. Once again, why we want to persevere. It's the story of 1 Kings 19. Certain, most of us have heard about that, where Elijah goes in the cave He's upset, and God says, I'm going to be coming to you, and, and there's a big wind, and he's not, God's not in the big wind. Then there's an earthquake. He runs out and says, God must be in the earthquake. He's not in the earthquake. Then there's a fire. Well, God's not in the fire. And finally, there's a tiny, quiet whisper. And he realizes that God is present because it's ultimately about this profound quiet in our hearts, isn't it? I mean, that's the, it's the moment when a couple sit, friends sit with each other, maybe for hours and not even say a word, but there just could not be anywhere else. When my mother was dying, you know, she couldn't speak, and I, my brother, sister, my dad, my grandma, my Aunt Betty were all there, and we didn't say a word for a couple hours. But we just sat there, like there was nowhere else we could be. Because we so love, and God so loves. God so loves that he wants you to experience him in an exceptionally profound way, deep way. So I want to invite us to take our prayer to an ever deeper level, which of course is God working in us, but we work with him. And that's why it's taking that time to do it every day. It's, it's you know, if you want to be great at, tennis you know you gotta put in your time if you're gonna be great in math you actually have to open up the book if you're gonna be a great dentist you gotta like look in a lot of mouths yeah and uh um if you're gonna be a man or woman of prayer we need to pray we need to pray um so We got some small group, and we have to be done at 8.30 sharp because you have to pick up your kids, and that's a lot of time. Um, but I like, as you go into your small groups, one of the things I think would be great is if you could share, as part of your small group, what is prayer? So just think, what is prayer, and define it. Like what, just struggle with it. Even if you don't have a good answer, that's okay, because you need to teach your children what is prayer, remember? And then, um, how do you... How do you pray? That's a great question to ask and come back to. Like, what do you do when you actually physically pray? Like, you sit down here, you do this. What do you do when you pray? And it's good to share that with others because then they, they hear, they go, oh, I should try that. Oh, maybe I, oh, I could do that. That's great. Because sometimes we get in a little rut and we go, oh, okay, I, maybe I'll stand on my head too then or whatever it might be. And, uh, and then it'd be, it'd begin to reflect on what helps you to pray. Like, what helps you to pray? 
So those are t- things that would be good to reflect on because, again, we want to be people of prayer. We want to be so immersed in the life of God, have his love and his life in us that we experience the joy. We, we, we love one another as he loves us. And the only way you're going to love others the way he loved us is um, if he's in us because, you know, it's like it's on the cross. That's where he's going to take us. But it's a great way to go. It's the only way to go. It's, there's no other, no other way. So where's Pete? Oh, there you are. So is that okay? Can we? And I know you got some other questions or things, but we can. Okay.